Damn, y'all sharing, eh? What else do y'all share? Hey guys, welcome back to Modified Lifestyle. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Rajad. And today we have a special guest with us on the podcast. What up, guys? It's your boy, Ash, uh, owner of uh, Game Changers Installations. He also has a badass Sentra. Yep, it's definitely unique, especially yeah. in Brampton. Yeah, shit's been sitting at home for like like a month with a blown bag. Shit ain't unique. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like It's all good. I'm sure you'll get it fixed in no time. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah. Okay. So we've known Ash for about over a year now. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen your car kind of evolve to what it is today. Yeah. And, you know, you started business in that time as well. Mm-hmm. So, Ash, what do you do in your business? So, what do I do in my business? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the business pretty much started off with, like, me doing uh, pretty much basic audio installs for vehicles. People come in, and I install mm-hmm. their subs and amps. And uh, it slowly evolved where, like, I started working on my own car. Mm-hmm. I bagged my own car on my own. Uh, and... Uh, it just went from there. Like, I'd learned off of my own car, and then I just started using what I learned onto other people's cars, and, like, yo, just, business just grew. Like, right. like I'd look at my fan, like, not my fan base, but I'd look at, like, the people that are following me now, opposed to, like, when I first started the business, and I'm like, damn, like, yo, I don't know any of these people, but they're all messaging me, like, yo, like, awesome. are you, are you available yeah. to do work, stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know? Like, because right. the quality of work just shows. Like, right. I've only, I've only been doing this for, like, about a year now. Like I'm like I'm a I'm a registered mechanic by trade. Right. But I've been building cars since I was three. So like I've carried that on since I was three to like now. Didn't know that. Wow. So it's a lifelong passion, really. Pretty much. Kind of just evolved into a like business I've, for yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Like I've been around cars since I was three. Like my neighbors, they used to buy and sell cars, mm-hmm. and then the neighbors across from me, they used to build hot rods. So ever wow. since I was little, I used to like always like be around them while they were doing something with their cars you know so like it just naturally stuck with me like i didn't have to like start from scratch and like, you know learning when i just started building my car like i've been like learning since i was a little like a little kid so it's, it's always been around me so it must have been like really exciting when you first got your first car right yeah i worked i worked hard for the Sentra. to be honest like i uh i worked for about three years before i actually like when i bought the car I had a lot of issues when I went to go buy the car because the dealer was just like, like they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they took too long to deliver the car, so like, it went from me getting the car within a week to me getting the car in like three months. Oh, okay. Like, in, but like in that span, I got them to drop like seven grand, so like the car ended up being in my budget where I paid it off as soon as I got it. You know, it was like one of those things. Oh, okay. So yeah. it benefited me in like in the long run. Like now I don't have to make payments on it. Like I just pay mm-hmm. insurance and stuff like that, right? right like. Right, right. Any money I want to put into the car, I can put into it. You know, it's like one of those. Yeah, it's already like paid off and everything. Yeah. Right? So I think we talked about this before, but when you got the car, you weren't really planning to modify it, right? I I honestly bought it as a daily commuter to get to school and back. And then I dropped out of school and then I started working full time. Like I go back, like I'm back in school now to like finish like the mechanic side of it. Mm-hmm. But it like... When I when I left school and started working, I had extra money in my pocket. So I'm like, you know, might as well just start doing something in the car. I ended up buying coils, bought a set of wheels. Like they weren't anything, anything like special. They were like OEM like sport wheels, but like you know, like still gave that car a little extra pep, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just went on from that. 
So coming from like an automotive background where you started like modifying your cars and stuff, what inspired you to even start your business? Well, like the way I, the main reason why I started is because mm-hmm. like I see all these shops out there and like they're charging people like an arm and a leg to like mm-hmm. get shit done. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, like it doesn't really cost that much to get it done. Right. Like it might cost you like a couple hundred bucks to get the material, but it's not that hard to do. Like you're charging a guy a grand to like put in a clip for a sense. Like it's kind of fucked up, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, so pretty much like the way I look at it is like, I want to be that guy where people can come and build the cars on a budget. Yeah. So like I'm bagging a car right now and like me and me and the guy we're talking is like right now I just want to get it bagged. So mm-hmm. I know it's bagged. After yeah. that, we can always sit down and redo the trunk because everything's already done. Mm-hmm. We just designed something else. And I'm like, you know what? By all means, just do it. So, like, we're doing, like, a basic setup for now. And I know in a few months, he's like, when I have the money all saved up again, he mm. wants to, like, put subs in it, wants to do, like, a custom plexiglass trunk, you know? Like, right. everything, like, displayed nice and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I like to work around with my customer's budget. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I like to, like, give them a little bit extra than what, like, most other shops would give them. Right. Yeah. And I think what kind of sets you apart is that you run the business in your own garage, right? Yeah. So, so I, like, that kind of, that location saves you money and your customers money. Yeah. So, like, I am looking to expand. Like, it's come to the point where I have so much flow of business coming in now mm-hmm. that I need space if customers want to come drop off cars, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I need that extra... <clears throat> extra room so that I can actually work on multiple cars at the same time. So like we're at the point where like we want to expand now. But it's it's always been good to the point so far now that like I haven't any I haven't had any overhead. So like you don't have to hire anyone. I don't have to hire anyone. Right. I don't have to pay rent. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do any of that. It's a one man show. Exactly. I do everything at home. I get the job done. Customers are happy. They're satisfied. Like the way I work, I warranty on my work too. Something goes wrong, you come back to me, I fix it for you. You know like mm-hmm. You're Custom paying, service. yeah. You're like you're paying for the service. You're paying for me to work on your car. If I do something wrong, I'll obviously fix it. Mm-hmm. If it's like something you did, you know mm-hmm. what? Okay, we'll work something out. You know, mm-hmm. like if it's easy, I won't charge you. Whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. it's whatever. You know, like I know you're, you're gonna want to come back get something else done. I think one one thing that kind of set you apart from everybody is uh, the starlights. You know, the starlight installations mm-hmm. that you first did on your car. Don't right? really see anyone installing those, like a company, I'd say. Well. See, like, I did it, mm-hmm. and then I seen a whole lot of other cars, like, a whole lot of other people do it. Right. And then I was like, okay, like, that's, like, I pretty much started a trend. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's what it came down to. Right. Yeah. But, like, the way other people looked at it, like, nah, yo, we just saw it off of YouTube, this and that. I'm like, bro, you know what all means? Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You guys saw it on YouTube, I saw it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. at the end of the day, I got so much hate towards those starlights. Mm-hmm. Just cause like I was one of the first few guys in like the GTA to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. And like what set me apart was that I had people messaging me for prices mm-hmm. and they were using those prices for their business. Oh, okay. And then I, I had people like we I've I've had other shops do starlights mm-hmm. and then those guys come to me to get it fixed. Because oh, they didn't do right. They it wasn't right. done right. Because, yeah. yeah. like, there's a whole process to it. That's why, like, I take about two weeks yeah. to, to put the lights in. Like, what I'll do is, like, I'll, I'll get the, the car to come in. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll pull the liner out. Right. And if it has a sunroof, I'll pull the sunroof out to get the cover out. Mm-hmm. Most shops don't do that either because it's 
extra work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They'll just be like, the sunroof cover you can leave back. I'll actually take it out and wrap it so it matches the liner itself. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's like, that's something that set me out too. Like, my car didn't have a sunroof. Right. But yeah. I had another car that I did and I didn't charge him anything. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it for free. We're going to figure out what I need to do in order to get that sunroof out. Mm-hmm. That way I know what to do with the, like, the rest Future. of the car. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, that was something that, like, actually, like, made me realize that, yo, like, this actually is, like, art. Because, like, I can take each one of those fiber optic lights and put them anywhere I want. I can make any design I want. Mm -hmm. You know, it just doesn't have to be all random. Like, if I want, like, I can write your name in the headliner with the starlights. You know, like, it's just one of those things, like, one of those, like, things that you can do, like... Kind of as that custom... Yeah, pretty right. much. So, like, I know we had a customer message me, and he wanted uh, to do the Starlight Center as Dodge Ram. Right. And he's like, he wants the Mopar sign in the headliner. In the headliner. It's cool. So, we're like, what we can do is we can run two different kits. Mm-hmm. One kit with 200 Starlights, and then one kit with 500 Starlights. So, the right, 200 right. Starlights are just for the Mopar sign alone. And the rest are lights just orbited around it. Right, so, right. you have two different remotes, and you can have two different colors at the same time. That's dope. That's pretty cool, yeah. You know, like... I've never seen that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's like... You can do a lot of unique stuff with, like, the Starlights, you know? Right. And, like... Yeah, like, I got a lot of hate for it and whatnot, you know? But, like, it is what it is, you know? My car is sick. Like, I can, yeah. just, I can just chill in my car, you know? Like, look look at the Starlights. Like, like the cool thing is, like, I have a tablet in there, too. So, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. So, you like, Netflix the, and chill. Netflix and chill, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I have the fireplace going on, the right. tablet and stuff. Like, you know, like, you're power. chilling, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like, it just sets the mood. Plus yeah. audio. So yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah, the audio yeah. as well. I think from my perspective, like, you were the first person in the GTA that I saw with the Starlights. See, that's right? that's what that's what I was, like, that's what I was thinking, too. But then, like, that's where the hate came in. No, I, you copied me. You I think it was that, more about the that. idea, right? Yeah. People yeah. didn't know about it until you did it. You and did. then yeah. when you did it, they're like, oh, shit, I want to do that, too. I want to do that, too. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like... If I do it to your car, you know, like, I don't care. I'm the one doing it. You know, like, I want you to have it. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do it, then come to me saying that, like, oh, like, I ripped you off. That shit don't fly, man. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we all saw it on a social media platform, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, we all saw it on some platform that's making us do it. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, I, I get it. You can go buy a kit for 200 bucks on Amazon, you know? Like, I had people message me, oh, you're too expensive because I can get the kit for 100 bucks. Yeah, go ahead. Go get the kit for 100 bucks. It's a labor that they're paying for. Yeah, you're paying for the labor, not the kit. I can yeah. sell you the kit alone if you want, you know? like, And there's many different kits that you can get. Like, like I, I bought two different kits, and I took them apart. Like, I actually, like, bought the kits just to take them apart. So, like, you can go get the $100 module, but it's not going to have the twinkle effect. You're not going to have the multi, like, the multicolor on it. You're not going to have music mode and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it all depends. Like, you can, like... That's where people got to understand, like, yo, there is a cost to some things. If you want, like, the bare minimum, I can get you the bare minimum. Right. But at the same time, if you want, if you're already doing so much, might as well spend the extra couple hundred bucks and, like, actually, like... Do it right. I see kits out there that, like, you can get kits with, like, 100 fiber optic lights and I'm getting, like, 200, 300, you know? Mm-hmm. But to get full coverage of an entire headliner, mm-hmm. you need at least four to 500. Right. Yeah. I like I know how many lights they're in like because I put them in, mm-hmm. but like I've had people count them, and they're like, "Damn, there's actually like more than 500 lights in there." Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. if you sit there and count every single light in that picture, mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah, there are a lot you of know? lights. 
So it just like it it like like I said before, it just depends like what the customer wants, you know. Right. Like, but at the same time, like I'm seeing all these guys do it. Like, yo, now like now I don't even want it anymore, you know. Like, because everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it now. Yeah, exactly. You know, I did it to be different. So like, now if everyone's doing it, I'm just another one of those guys. One you of know? Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like same thing with the Sentra. There's only two real built Sentras in like the GTA or like all of Canada, if you want to say, because. Yeah. I don't know of any other Sentra like that's like built like that in Canada. Yeah, there's a couple in Montreal, but they're not to the standard that right. ours are at. You know, yeah, like yeah. they're they're on coils and whatnot. Like it's just you and Abby and, and the GTA. Yeah. Exactly, but we're the only two bagging like all of Canada. I'm gonna yeah. I'm actually gonna be bagging the third one in Canada in oh shit in, in about a month's time. That's cool. That's cool. So there's gonna be three bagged Sentras in all of Canada. Or like yeah. the B seventeen, like the the new the the, the the last generation that just came out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a few like older gens, the B sixteen generation, but that's like it's for those, right? Like yeah. this is like the B seventeen, like they don't the thing is like no one really makes bags for those cars. So whoever bagged it so far is on a a bag over coil setup. Yeah, that's so what you do. That's yeah. what I did with mine. Yeah. So I'm on BC coils converted mm-hmm. over to bags. Mm-hmm. So that's what most people are doing to get the conversion. Well, let's talk about bags. Uh, when you're actually trying to explain to your customers what goes into bagging their car, mm-hmm. explain that process. So it, like the first thing I ask is what's your budget? Mm-hmm. Like what's your budget? What kind of setup do you want? What's your time frame? Right. Because I can have guys that are willing to drop like 10 grand cash mm-hmm. right away. Like mm-hmm. bag my car. I want it done ASAP and I want the best shit possible, you know. And I have guys out there that are like, I only have like two to three grand cash that I can spend. Right. I only have this much time and this is the car, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, like the RSX I'm bagging, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went and got manual management. And so it's paddles. Their air, everything is airlift. So they're airlift paddles. So one paddle controls the front bags and one paddle controls the rear bags. Right. It's not a controller where you hit a button and go up, hit a button goes down. Like right. you got to manually hit the oh, manually hit the switch and go up, release the air or whatnot. That's 900 bucks with the tank and compressor, all right. the airline stuff with that needed to do the installation. Mm-hmm. And uh, bags, of course, depending on what car it is, what make, what model, stuff like that, right? Prices can vary and there's different different brands different companies so like if you want like airlift we can get you airlift but if you want something cheaper we can do conversion kits for you we can go buy the coils and then convert them over to bags for you which is which ends up usually ends up being cheaper than mm-hmm. like most most companies like airx airlift mm-hmm. airtech stuff like that yeah yeah so like we try as much as we can to like accommodate your budget but at the same time like when you're begging a car like you at least gotta expect to spend like a minimum of three grand, like that's with labor sometimes. Yeah, it's not cheap at all. Yeah, yeah. like even when my I, I bagged my car, I spent thirty four hundred on parts alone. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and you're also working with uh, Hardlines by Speed. Hardlines right? is pretty clean. Yeah, so he's he's like my main supplier. I get all my stuff through him, and then mm-hmm. I send I send guys to him. Mm-hmm. They price all the kits. They buy the kits through him, and then I do all the installation work. Okay, that's cool. So yeah. you have like a partnership going there. Pretty much, like we work. Pretty much have it in sync that like if I have guys messaging me for parts, I'll be like, yo, just message him and then come back to me when you have all the stuff and we'll talk installation and we'll talk pricing on that. Okay. Yeah. So 
when it comes down to install installing, do you recommend people going out buying the kit and installing it themselves? See, I'll, I'll always encourage people to try it on their own first because mm-hmm. it's not hard. Mm-hmm. Like when I bagged my car, I really like I realized like yo like it's not hard at all. Like mm-hmm. it seems complicated, but it's not. I guess like, it's time consuming, right? It is. It takes it takes me about three days to do a full install. Yeah. And uh, that's like basic setup, no hardwood in the trunk, none of that, just basic. Like these guys saw today when they came to get me. Uh, it's it all depends on how everything's laid out. Like if they're if they're doing manual management, there's a bit more work because you got to figure out where you're gonna put, install the paddles, stuff oh, yeah. like that. You know, then you got to run the line so they don't kink because mm-hmm. those lines are gonna be run on the inside of the car. Let's say if I get like an Airx management or an airlift management, such as like three S, three P, stuff like that. Uh, I can run all the airlines on the outside because they're going right from the management. So if the management's sitting in the trunk, the trunk already has grommets that are going to lead to the outside. So you can oh, yeah. fish all your lines through that. Right. And uh, so it becomes easier in a sense that way. So it's... And then another thing is some people get scared to do the electrical. They don't want to touch their battery, stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's just like, I do encourage everyone to do it on their own. Because one, you're saving money on labor. You don't have to go pay a shop. You don't have to come pay me. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you save the money in the like in the long run. And plus the experience. Experience yeah, exactly. Experience. Now you know how to do it. You did it yourself. Anything goes wrong, you can go fix it. Right. You know, if for the cars I've done, the customer might not know how I ran everything. Right. You know, like not all cars are the same i can't sometimes i can't run the airlines on the outside i have to run them on the inside sometimes i can't run them on the inside i have to run them from the outside you know it's so like it like if the customer does it himself or herself mm-hmm. they have a better chance of fixing the issue if something goes wrong if something goes wrong with what i've done they either got the they either got to get the car towed to me or i got to go to them and fix it if the car is not drivable at that point you know it's it's one of those things so they're going to like i'm not saying that don't come to me you know, like, but I'll always encourage to have the customer do it themselves or at least try it themselves. And like, mm-hmm. all like, obviously the way me and Hart, like me and uh, Squeaky Clean work, mm-hmm. well, we're always there to like help you guys out. If you got questions, stuff like that, you can always just shoot us a DM or give us a call. And like, we'll, we'll sit there, guide you, help you, stuff like that. So it's, it's not that you're alone, you know, like if you have the mindset of getting it done, you can get it done. And obviously like if, like any car enthusiasts out there, they're probably fully capable of doing this. You know, they they probably work on their cars on their own. Yeah, exactly. Right? For like, for let's say for instance, uh, you get a car and you put coils on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's different than putting an air strut in? You just take out yeah, the coil. Yeah. Take out the coil. Yeah. Right. You put the coil in. You you pulled your factory strut out. You put the coil in. You know, all a bag. What all an air strut is is like a coil, but the spring is substituted for a bag. For a bag, yeah. And then all it is is there's an airline running to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, obviously, you're going to leave a bit of slack. So when the wheels do turn and stuff like that, you don't pull on the line. You know, you don't kink a line and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's it's not hard to do it at all. Like, if, like, I know everyone can be capable of doing it if they just try. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. So aside from, you know, the, the stars and the air ride that you're, you're known for, mm-hmm. you also do audio as well. Yeah, we do. So what kind of installations do you do for audio? Uh, so far it's just it's just it's just been uh, 
just like basic installs like just wiring wiring everything up you know customers yeah. bring us the sub and amp we wire it up for them mm-hmm. but I've, uh, I've had a few cases where i've had to build custom box boxes uh to fit flush in the back of the trunk so the customer still has like all their trunk space stuff like that and they still have uh-huh. some of the music uh we just did a dodge ram where we put the subs underneath the rear seats, oh, the seats yeah, yeah. so we uh we bought a pre-made box we went and b- bought the subs stuff like that like i I went with the customer. We picked the subs. We made sure that they were in his budget, stuff like that, you know. We brought them back. We installed them. And uh, we made sure that, like, he was up to par, up to, like, what his standards were. And, you know, like, if he was happy with everything and he personally loved it. Still had all his, like, seating room. All five seats are still, like, perfectly there. Mm -hmm. He can have five passengers in the car with him. And uh, it was just, like, what he wanted, you know. So, like, stuff like that. Like, we... Or I try to accommodate the customer as much as they can. And then, at the end of the day, it's what they want, right? You yeah. know, I can't force them to do anything they don't want to do. So, so uh, you know, I've seen your car and the sound that you have in your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about that. Uh, the way I went towards my car is that uh, I want to do, like, a competition, like, type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm slowly building my audio. Like, most of my stuff is still from factory. But, uh... I spent a quite I spent a quite a lot of money on my sub and my amp. I have a single twelve ZV five. Uh, it pushes around two hundred or two thousand RMS peak, yeah. and uh, those are some of the best subs that you can buy for competition spec. And then uh, weighs a fuck ton. Weighs like almost like oh, hundred. Yeah, I can imagine. Weighs almost about one hundred and fifty pounds. Like yeah. that sub is like a mission that, to it, take it bumps in and out. Too. I've heard it. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. Well, what you've heard is like. Nothing really, because I haven't upgraded my alternator yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, like, I'm just waiting on that. There's a few things I got to do in order for it to, like, play at its peak, right? Mm-hmm. So, once that happens, it will bump for sure. Yeah. And you're running so, a single sub, right? Just one? Sing, just single 12. So, you think that's enough power that you're looking for? Uh, Eventually, I would want to upgrade to two. But for now, I'm happy with the single. Just, just single, yeah. Because, like, it already pushes that much, like, a lot of power, yeah, right? Yeah, a lot of power, yeah. I don't have to get a second one. Like, I'm... I'm happy enough with the single that i yeah. have you probably push more power than some people who have like twin like, setups right like twin setups yeah, yeah. well it's 2000 rms yeah you know some people like are happy with like 500 rms you know like yeah. it all depends in terms of audio um when someone's trying to get into it so i keep like going back to D- diys and stuff mm-hmm. when someone's trying to get into it what can you what do you recommend them you know where to start uh what I would recommend is that you, like, obviously, like, even me, like, mm-hmm. uh, I'd always look look up, but, like, I'd always do my research before I actually get into the job. Like, I'll always, let's say, like, that Dodge Ram I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done a few of them already, but this one was a quite different because it was running an amped system, like a factory amped system. Right. So, like, I always recommend that you do your research before you actually get into it so that, like you really know what you're getting yourself into, you know? Like, it's not hard. It's easy. Right. Like, you got to run you got to run a power wire from the battery to the back where your amp is, ground it somewhere, get a remote signal, and, like, tap out of a speaker, you know? It's it's, it's, it's easy to say, but, like, when you're doing it, mm-hmm. like, it gets complicated here and there, but it's actually pretty easy than what it seems like. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I know for a fact, like, if people actually try doing it, they can. So, in terms of DIY, do you recommend people touching their cars if they don't know what they're doing? It it's all up to them, right? If they feel comfortable enough to do it, by all means, go for it. You know, like 
all the all the power to you like that's if if you're building a car and you build it on your own and you succeed building it on your own it just makes you so much happier like it makes you makes you feel it makes it gives you a sense of pride like yeah i was able to i was able to do it you know like i did it myself mm-hmm. you know like yeah a customer can go give like a, a shop like you know like here take 10 grand build my car for me you know like they can do that but where's the pride in that you know like you just gave a shop to build the car for you like mm-hmm. and you're just driving it around you know like yeah you can say it's your car but like at the end of the day like you sure, didn't you, you didn't you didn't put any of the effort into building yourself you know mm-hmm. like that's that's like that's what i see you know like and like coming down to like installing subs on your own you know installing air ride on your own stuff like that like if you do it yourself you actually like you're gonna enjoy it more you're gonna be like yeah i did it on my own yeah you have like, pride in the car yeah exactly like even even with just subs man like even when i did my first sub install in my car i'm like damn like yo this this pounds you know like and it just gave me that extra energy to like you know what i'm gonna do more to the car you know like yeah. kind of motivates you yeah exactly okay so obviously you know you do your air ride installations your audio stuff do you have any more plans for the future in terms of what you want to do with the business uh quite honestly like i want to well i know for sure that we're gonna be branching out getting a a proper unit a proper shop yeah. so i am going to be looking for hands to come help me when the business is up and running like full time because right now it is part time i only do this on the weekends yeah. now when we do get it running full time i do want to have a, a licensed guy like a licensed 310s automotive guy who sits there runs the shop during the week where we can do maintenance work we can do almost anything like pretty much like we can branch out from just doing audio you know audio bags to like even doing like full engine swaps full training swaps stuff like that you know like i want to get out to that that point where like we can almost handle any job anything. that anything almost yeah. anything you know so are, are you aiming for the aftermarket or like modified community uh it doesn't just have to be the modified community like i'll like we'll do anything even if it's stock car you want to get an oil change done stuff like that you know tires rotated stuff like we'll do it you know like yeah yeah, like we'll do we'll do everything like i don't want to just focus on a certain brand of people you know yeah like i want to be able to accommodate everyone you know let's say like you know you have a family member you know they got to get some stuff done to the car let's say they have a a leaking exhaust or something you know exhaust is broken weld it up you know like stuff like that you know like i don't i don't want to just focus on like the modified scene yeah like i want to focus on like the overall image you know Everybody, like, yeah. like kind of accommodate everyone exactly exactly and now like personally i'm a 310t mechanic i'm a truck and coach mechanic mm-hmm. so i also want to focus on like trucks trucks yeah. and trailers so like i want to be able to get a truck inside if i gotta do stuff on that you know like we will be able to work on like i think a big like an 18 wheeler you know like oh yeah so it's stuff like that so that's like that's what my end goal with all of this is I think you're in a good position to kind of uh, continue or like branch out into that mm-hmm. market, right? Yeah. Definitely have the knowledge to yeah, do it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, like like I said, I've been building cars since I was three, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been a registered 310T tech for the past four and a half years now. Yeah. So like I've I've been in the trade for like four years, and I've been around the scene like since I was a little kid. Yeah, and you have experience. Yeah. obviously. So it's 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 been good. Like I can turn a wrench, I can fucking hammer a hammer. You know, like I can. I can I can work, you know. It's it's one of those things. Yeah. So I know we're getting we might get a little deep here, but in terms of timeline, what do you, what do you think that you know 
Well, for me to get my complete license, I'm looking at about another two years. Okay. So, within the next two years, I want to get. I want to be completely registered as a like, uh, like a licensed mechanic. mechanic yeah. mm-hmm. And then, uh, but shop wise, like, we're looking at the end of this year okay. that we have a unit. Like, even if it's a small unit that can only park like two or three cars, you know, like, yeah. and we still have a unit that we can like where we can go work, you know, like yeah. we can, yeah, like the way I I like to work overnight, you know, like. Everything's peace. Everything's quiet. You yeah. know, like I'll, I'll work during the day, but like I get through shit faster at night. Yeah, like I can just fly by. You know, mm-hmm. like there's just less going. things to worry about. Exactly, yeah, less distractions. Exactly, and like when I do it at home, like people are sleeping. I got neighbors to worry about stuff like that. Right, mm-hmm. you know, like so it gets hard in that sense. Like I can't make too much noise. If I have a shop, I can make as much noise as I want. You know, I can just go gung ho and just you know go at it. You know, go at it. Go at it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like I don't have to like just work hard during the day and then come nighttime like I can't really do anything because I can't make any noise right you know, yeah, it's just yeah. one of those things so but by uh, the end of this year we're like we're looking to get a shop for sure that's dope that's pretty cool yeah it's definitely uh, it's nice to see you know one of our friends kind of mm-hmm. evolving into that for sure for sure and we're proud of you you know thank congratulations you congratulations on thank business you. yeah you're going places for sure going for places sure. See if this lasts long enough, you know, like maybe I can turn this into a full-time career. So yeah, yeah see I'm how that goes, you know, because I don't always want to be like under a truck, you know, like, right. yeah, yeah, I'd rather be building cars, you know, that like I grew up building cars. I'd rather be building cars for the rest of my life if it comes down to that, you know, yeah, so and it's a passion, of course, you know, yeah, exactly. any way that you can make a career out of your passion is always good. Yeah, exactly. It's, it'll be perfect, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I think Ash has come a long way, and I, I can definitely see him doing some big things, especially in automotive. Uh, kudos to you, man. Thanks for coming again. Thank uh, you. Definitely enjoyed our conversation it's a pleasure. with you. Yeah. It's a pleasure. You know, thank you guys for having me. So this, mm-hmm. this has been good. All right, so now we're going to get into some of the meets coming up. Mm-hmm. First one is CSCS. They're calling this the Beach Camp Fest. It's happening July 19th, 20th, and 21st at the Grand Bend Motorplex. CSCS is always a good uh, meet, so definitely come out to that one. Yeah, they have Time Attack, Drag, Drift, and a Show and Shine as well. I believe they have other competitions as well. They have like Limbo and Two Step Battle. They have a patty eating contest. Yeah, they had a, they had a patty eating contest last time I won. <laughs> Damn, I should have entered you. I would have won that shit. <laughs> I'm sure, sure that would be interesting. It was, it was good, like, but like, I think it was only like, only like two patties or something like that, you know? But like, they, were, like, they were like super, like from what I heard, they were like super hot patties. Like, the, the, the spice was like unreal in those. Oh, yeah. So yeah. like some of the guys were like struggling to eat it, but. Yeah, they're also at, offering camping as well. So if you want to stay the entire weekend, you can go the Friday camp there until Sunday. I, I heard that's pretty good too. Like a lot of like people go out and like, like camping. Camping, yeah. Like it's, it's, like it's good. Like I know like one of my buddies does it. Every year, it takes yeah. his kids out and stuff, and it's good. So. Yeah, Grand Bend, it's right, right off the beach too. So yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of places you could camp or even like. Get a well, they have a they have an area where you, where you can set camp, right? So where yeah. you can set up your tent stuff like that, and where you can like, uh, like you're not too far away from the track either. Yeah. Or like the show shine area, but like you're still in an isolated area where like you can actually like be on your own stuff. Like oh that, yeah. You know? yeah. So like it's good. Yeah, definitely gonna be a good weekend. Mm-hmm. If you guys wanna check it out. Go to CSCS's Instagram or their website as well. So yeah, the next one, next show that uh, everyone's obviously looking forward to is Import Fest. This is Canada's biggest and baddest show. It happens every year. 
and brings out a lot of vendors, of, even from the States. And it's at Metro Toronto Convention, Convention Center. It's okay. on July 27th. Yeah, Import Fest. I'm sure a lot of you guys listening, I've already heard of it. You know, you've been last year. Mm-hmm. They've been in the business for years now and consistently hosting amazing car shows. Like, if there's one car show you want to go to in Toronto, it's Import Fest, 100%. You know, they bring out a lot of people from states, like Rancho right. said before, mm-hmm. a lot of vendors, all that stuff, and it's in downtown Toronto, so it's like prime location. And obviously quality cars is not just, you know, like substandard. Pop, yeah, it's, it's like genuinely quality cars, like 100% mm-hmm. quality cars. So definitely check that out. You know, I'm sure a lot of people are already planning to go, so we'll see you guys there. Yeah, so the last event is Drift Jam. This is happening July 28th, so the Sunday after Import Fest at... Uh, Cayuga TMP mm-hmm. huge drift show you know if anybody here is interested in, in drifting you should definitely check it out it's like one of the best drift shows in Ontario they host one every month I believe and yeah this this month it's happening at TMP in Cayuga all right guys thanks for listening uh, uh, we appreciate you guys listening to our podcast every week uh, tune in next week again same same timing on Sundays I've never listened to it once but okay but uh thank you for having me too yes thank thank you ash for coming on the podcast you know if you guys have any um car shows businesses you want to promote car meets anything like that definitely contact us on instagram at northside whips or northside whips at gmail.com also if you want to become a special guest definitely contact us as well yeah thanks again for listening you know we're enjoying the podcast i hope you guys are enjoying it too if you have any feedback definitely let us know Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, it was a good time. Thank you to Ranch. Thank you to Andrew. Thank you, Northside. It was very good. Thank you so much. <laughs>